You're listening to The PaveCast, a podcast from Partners for Automated Vehicle Education to illuminate the world of AV technology. Learn about PAVE and its mission by visiting www.pavecampaign.org. This podcast is sponsored by AI and was recorded at the AI booth at the CES convention in Las Vegas. AI is a leader in high-performance adaptive LiDAR. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on this edition of the PaveCast. My name is Adam Howell, and I'm the Director of External Affairs with Partners for Automated Vehicle Education. Um, we are all about CES right now. It is going on this week, and we have such a such a great opportunity to um, to talk with so many amazing people in the AEV space, um, uh, a wonderful collection of, of, of great people doing great things. So today we have Angus Bacala with us, the CEO and co-founder of Ouster. And we're going to be talking a little bit about some of the things that Ouster is doing in the AV space, some of the uh, some of the history of the company and, and all the great things going on. And Angus, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Thanks. My pleasure. So just real quick uh, for the for our audience, can you talk a little bit about Ouster and some of the history of your company? Sure, yeah. So Ouster is a digital LiDAR company. We were founded in 2015 in San Francisco, still based in the Bay, um, but we've grown, grown to be a global company at this point. Um, and we build digital LiDAR technology that spans four industries. So we play in the automotive space, industrials is a big vertical for us, smart infrastructure and robotics. Um, and we're able to diversify across those markets because we've built a, a flexible, affordable, performant digital LiDAR technology, which means putting LiDAR onto a silicon chip um, and making it smaller, lighter weight, more performant, more affordable, more flexible in the process. So our sensor today, we've sold over 16,000 sensors worldwide. We over six, have over 600 customers active in 50 countries um, and it's spanning these four, four industries. Um, and it's because we've been able to use the silicon technology in our products to progress the, the, the product capability and affordability um, using Moore's Law, using this idea that silicon CMOS digital technologies get better and better and better every year. And that's what we've seen with our digital ladder technology. Great. So, so in terms of the technology, um, can you talk a little bit about um, how that intersects with the AV space and some of the uh, solutions your company's offering in that regard? Yeah. So we we sell a variety of products, all based on this digital architecture. Um, one of the key kind of insights in in AV, I think there are two two big drivers of traction for us. One is diversity of product offering, multi-sensor suites. You know, if you look at a modern self-driving car, there are short range fisheye sensors on the vehicle. There's medium range LiDAR and there's long range LiDAR all on a single platform. And Ouster is one of the few companies that sells all three of those types of LiDAR, short, medium, and long range. And it, it allows a self-driving car to see both you know, the curb right next to the vehicle as it's pulling up to pick someone up, but also the high-speed traffic in a highway driving scenario. So you, you need everything, um, and we've been able to supply that to the market. And then the other thing is just raw performance. Robotaxis are one of the most challenging applications for autonomy, generally speaking. And we've seen this firsthand because we play across all these autonomy markets. Um, Robotaxis, you know, performance is still king, um, and you need to 
people want to buy the best performing sensors on the market, the highest resolution, the longest range, the most precise, the most accurate. And we've been able to provide that to the market by just releasing these new generations of, of technology each and every year. So actually, we just went through a new product cycle with a Rev7. We call them, we do we call them revisions, and we have the Rev7 launch that we just did a, a couple months ago um, that that doubled the performance of our products because of a new silicon chip that we put into them. Um, so uh, yeah, ma- major drivers for auto are diversity of product offering and um, and raw performance. That's so great. I think I think you said it best. You know, uh, performance is king, and and. Having the ability to uh, to increase just the overall capability of 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 these vehicles really expands the uh, expands it in the eyes of the of the public and the consumers and and I think it's great. It sounds like you've had a had a big year. Um, so I was wondering if you could uh, maybe recap a little bit of that. Talk about some of the major milestones from this past year. Some maybe some of the partnerships that have uh, come into play. Yeah, absolutely. So um, so Astor is a public company. So we started the year kind of. Releasing guidance, we've we've now guided to forty to fifty five million in revenue, twenty five to thirty percent margins. Reaffirm that guidance, and we're ending ending the year on a high note. Um, and one of the big the, the the biggest product release that happened for Alster this year was the Rev Seven launch, which was powered by this new L three chip. Um, again, we doubled the performance of all of our products kind of overnight by swapping in this new super advanced semiconductor chip. It's actually 125 million transistors on this this L3 chip that we put into all our products in Q3 and doubled the performance of all of them. And we also released a new form factor for our products called the OS Dome, which was a security um, smart infrastructure focused product that's meant for sealing mounting um, a, a LiDAR for the very first time. So you can think of it like if you if you walk around a retail store or something, you'll see security dome bubbles in the ceiling. Well, we've made the first LiDAR that goes into those sockets and can do kind of anonymous tracking and analytics of people within a, a, a transportation hub or a retail environment or just for security in general. Um, so the, the Rev7 release has been absolutely huge for Alster as a business to continue the progress we've made in digital LiDAR. Um, but then also we had a major strategic announcement at the end of Q3 um, that we are merging with Velodyne LiDAR in a merger of equals. And so the, the, this Velodyne LiDAR is one of the other kind of major diversified U.S. Um, public LiDAR makers. They've been building a more legacy analog technology, but they're a storied name in the space, you know, 15 years in the space, really developed the first generation of, of high-resolution LiDAR um, back in the, in the mid-2000s. And so I'm really excited to be merging with them. It's going to be great for customers. It's great for our investors, for their investors. And allows us to just deploy more, more capital to building great products and and actually supporting a, a, a pretty broad customer base at this point. Then combined, we'll be well over a thousand customers worldwide that we're actively supporting. I, yeah, I think that is one of the uh, one of the big you know sort of groundbreaking stories of this year is the uh, the Alistair Velodyne uh, merger and, and and it's it like you said it's a great it, it's a great uh, partnership that's gonna that's gonna come into play. We uh, on our side at Pave, can't wait to see all the great things you all are going to th- do. That's going to be born from that uh, that great partnership. Um, 
And I am excited about something else you mentioned in terms of um, in terms of infrastructure. You know, there's a lot of uh, interplay between LIDAR and infrastructure and AV technology. Um, can you talk a little bit more about, um, you know, some of the work you're doing with incorporating uh, LIDAR into smart infrastructure and, and some of the projects and, and uh, techniques that are going on in that space? Yeah, absolutely. So, so smart infrastructure is, I think, one of the biggest growth areas for Ouster um, in the future. Smart infrastructure for us encompasses traffic systems, security, physical security, and crowd analytics. Um, so it's it's the idea of mounting sensors on traffic lights to actuate the, the signaling or mounting them in the ceilings of an airport to understand crowd flows and a security line and so on and so forth. Um, and we actually, we just had a major announcement yesterday at CES and we're, and we're demonstrating our new smart infrastructure solution called Gemini. So Gemini is a combination of software and hardware working seamlessly together to provide an all-in smart infrastructure solution, uh, meaning that we can we, we provide the analytics, uh, the machine learning that actually interprets LiDAR data, and we also provide all the hardware, all the compute necessary to make it happen in the real world. Um, and we just announced that yesterday and uh, and have it live demoing at, 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 at Ouster's booth at CES, where we're actually live tracking how many people are in our booth, what sections of the booth they're interested in going to. We're actually tracking all of the adjacent booths to see how many people are going to those booths. Uh, we have one of our close competitors uh, right next to us, so we're able to show you know how many people are going to our booth versus our competitor, competitor booth. We're able to quantify all this stuff for the very first time. And it's a really good demonstration of what smart infrastructure, um, what, what's going to be possible with this technology and smart infrastructure. Um, so, it, it, yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's just a great kind of catalyst for 2023 as we look forward. Absolutely. I mean, you know, that's a great thing about CES. It, it, it is a wonderful place for uh, for announcing big things, but it's also a great place where you can actually, you know, demonstrate so much of the so much of these things, especially with the uh, you know with the number of people and the traffic and and everything that's going on. It's a great proof of concept for for everything that uh, that you're doing. And I love the fact that you're uh, you're also taking a look at the booths around you. That's a that that's a wonderful uh, a little yeah. addition there. A little competitive um, spirit never hurt anybody. Never hurt anybody. I think it's uh, it, it's what America was built on. <laughs> um, so I am curious. Uh, you know, even even in the past couple of years, lidar has become so much more of a, a of a commonplace uh, household name in terms of sensor technology and 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 all the applications that are out there. And and I am really encouraged to see groups like the lidar coalition coming together to. to to promote the capability, to stimulate the industry, um, to to show leadership on on this amazing technology, can you talk a little bit about uh, the activities of the coalition and 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 how uh, maybe your perspective on the importance of it with regards to developing the technology and really you know plugging it in so it can reach its full potential in so many different areas. Yeah, well, I, I think one of the things is with every new or with any new technology, education of the public, of customer, potential customers is critical um, to combating misinformation and making sure, and, and, well, education is, is one step, just 
just combating misinformation, making sure people understand the benefits, um, but also listening in and, and understanding what the concerns are. So it is a two-way street. And I think that's what the coalition allows for is, um, is more, I guess, of a dialogue of understanding what are the public's concerns about the technology and what are the, the, uh, the, the misunderstandings potentially or lack of understanding for the new technology, which is, which is understandable. It's a completely novel, but very beneficial technology if wielded correctly. Um, and then out of all of that comes regulation, which ideally fosters you know, the adoption of the technology and doesn't inhibit it. And that's where having a seat at the table is really beneficial. We can help guide what we think is responsible, um, beneficial regulation, while also incorporating what the public and private sector think they need from like the, you know, the user or customer side. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's our mantra at PAVE is, uh, is the benefits of, of educating the public on, on these, on the benefits of these technologies, tamping down on misinformation. It's so important and to have a lot of voices in the room really speaking in unison. That's uh I think that's how you move the needle on that. And, and everybody again with the LIDAR coalition, they're, they're doing great work in that regard. Um, it, so obviously, you know, we're starting out the year, um, it's 2023. And I'm just curious, what are, uh, what are some of your plans or priorities going into, uh, into this next year? Yeah, well, we're going to ride the uh, momentum that we've created or are creating at CES. So the Gemini release, is a really big release for us. Um, we're going to be pushing that in, out in the market um, all year. Um, it's the first full-scale software solution that Ouster has ever developed, but I think it's going to set the precedent for more of that to come. Um, I really see Ouster being a, a combined software hardware company um, as we look out in the next five years. Um, and then the Rev7 launch, you know, we launched that about three months ago. We had a great kind of initial release for the technology, super good reception. Um, and that's going to be the driver of the majority of our business in, in 2023 is those Rev7 sensors. Um, but then finally, we also have the DF sensors, which is actually a new product line of hardware coming out that's specifically targeted for consumer vehicles. Um, so when we talk about the cars that you and I drive, not the robo-taxis, and things like that that are being developed, but literally cars that we could buy. We need a super affordable set of sensors that are as performant as anything we've ever built, but are in a, a much more robust and affordable package that can be put on a consumer vehicle. And so that's the DF product line that we have developed. We actually, we, we've been demonstrating them at CES and um, set to have the final hardware ready this year. So really excited about seeing that come to fruition this year. And then, uh, and then finally, we do have to close the merger. Um, so the merger with Velodyne that we announced last year, it has not closed yet, um, but we anticipate a closing in the first half of this year. And I think that's just a fantastic move for the entire industry. Uh, we know that consolidation is needed and Ouster is, is leading the way. I think that the best defense is sometimes a good offense and Ouster is the leader here on consolidating the industry. And Velodyne is the perfect partner in so many ways. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. You know, a, a merger is not, uh, you know, there, there's probably a few uh, T's to cross and I's to dot, but uh, I'm excited you all you'll all get it done and, and great things will will uh, will be the result. Um, so I always like to you know wrap up these uh, podcasts with uh, people's 
sort of dreamings on the future. And I'm just curious on uh, what your thoughts are with regards to how LIDAR will evolve, improve, and grow and become really more ubiquitous in in our society in the future. Yeah, I I think that LIDAR is the last kind of fundamental sensing modality that that we've kind of haven't fully developed yet. So cameras, there were cameras, there's been radar, there's inertial measurement units and GPS for positioning. But LIDAR is a fundamental sensing modality. It's been around since the 50s, almost as long as radar, but it's taken longer to get to the affordable point where it's ubiquitous like cameras and 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 still to a large degree radar are. Um, and I think that LIDAR can be just as ubiquitous as cameras. Ultimately, anywhere there's a camera, a LIDAR can do a better job, more safely, you know, whether it's monitoring pedestrians at a crosswalk and making sure that they get across safely before switching the, the signal, or whether it's keeping you safe in a car that becomes increasingly automated um, to allow for a safer and more relaxing driving experience or industrial machinery, um, where where LIDAR, I think, is set to both make that machinery more efficient, but also much, much safer than it's ever been. So um, I'm just excited for the the ubiquitousness of, of LIDAR to finally happen. It's been 50 years in the making, and I think that Alistair Digital LIDAR is really paving the way for that to happen. Absolutely. Well, Angus, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. I, I want to encourage... All of our listeners who are who are interested in this subject, who want to learn more about all the great work that Astro is doing, check out their website. They have so many amazing things on there. Um, a lot of great information about the the products and the the future that they're paving for for lidar and and the things that are that are happening right now. Um, and also, uh, if if you're interested in in more topics on autonomous vehicles or autonomous vehicle technology, I encourage anybody to check out our organization and our website. Pave at, at pavecampaign.org. Um, you can find us on online at the Pave Campaign, and um, and we just look forward to uh, to learning more and and putting out good, good information and working with great partners like Alster now and far into the future. So, thank you once again for joining us, and have a great rest of your day. All right, thanks. Thank you for listening to the Pavecast, hosted by Partners for Automated Vehicle Education. To learn more about this and other topics related to automated vehicles, visit our website at pavecampaign.org.